Welcome to the Risky Business Podcast, the show that's proof that insurance does not have to be boring. My name is Gary Miller from Renters Legal Liability, and today we're joined by Brenda Ostenfeld. Brenda is the President, National Property Practice Managing Director at RT Specialty. She brings over 30 years of experience and wisdom in the risk management arena. In our conversation, we discuss how RT Specialty leveraged their vibrant culture to adapt and thrive during the challenging year of the pandemic. She also shares the power of enthusiasm and collaboration in motivating teams. And finally, she shares her thoughts on the road ahead for the property and casualty space in 2021 and beyond. Let's jump in with the amazing Brenda Ostenfeld. Brenda, welcome to the Risky Business Podcast. Great to have you here. Thank you, Gary. Great to be with you today. So I, I always like to start these conversations um, and kind of set the table with the basics because, you know, you and I work in, the, in and around this industry, but I don't think anybody ever like, you know, when they're a little kid goes, I know what I want to do someday. I want to be in risk management and insurance, right? So I always like to ask, how did you get started on this journey? How did you end up here? Well, it's funny you should ask that because uh, I probably have the most unique story of all because uh, I did not plan to come into the insurance business at all. Um, I grew up in a, uh, outside of a very small town in Kansas on a wheat and cattle farm, uh, the town was 500 people. My graduating class was 32, largest still to this day. Um, wow. So, yes, I did not grow up thinking I would be an insurance professional. And so uh, it's been an interesting and yet so exciting journey. And, uh, you know, there's so many things I learned and, from being on a farm and most importantly, how to work hard. And also, you know, the whole integrity piece of it uh, was drilled in me from a very young age. And so that has carried me forward for a lot of years. You know, I, you say farm and I, the first thing that was pinging in my head is work ethic, right? Like, I mean, this is proper sweat equity. Yeah. And so right. I, I think about that. And, and as you and I were talking before we came on about culture and, and the RT specialty culture and this is kind of clearly built in. I wanted to read something so our audience would hear, and then I wanted to kind of get your thoughts because I think this, this dovetails nicely. One of the values on, on your website is, is about courage, right? And you say, we don't shy away from difficult challenges. Rather, we embrace them knowing we have the drive and expertise to find ideal solutions. And so if there's ever been a time to have courage and work ethic and grit, like you're talking about, it's been the last year and so I, I wonder how your team at RT Specialty, that, how that culture helped you navigate the last year and, and really what drives that in general for your team? Sure. You know, culture is really just absolutely paramount for us. And team culture, teamwork, uh, it really comes into play. And especially in a challenging situation as we have been in you know, throughout the, the past year to 16 months, really. Um, you know, the team culture, um, I think the collaborative environment that we create is absolutely uh, important and yet has driven us to success. Um, you know, we lead by example. And I think that's the most important part as well. 
that all of our leadership team is not afraid to work hard. We understand what it takes. Uh, many of us have been brokers for a lot of years. And I've been a broker my entire insurance career. Um, so we know what it takes to win. And we know what it takes to build team uh, culture and, and really look to work together. You know, you talk about collaboration and I think all sales organizations in general, but, but especially in our space, they had to really kind of tweak and rethink what collaboration looked like in a land of Zooms and everything else. And I think people are still navigating those waters, right, Brenda? So I, I wonder what your, your advice is for, for leaders that are leading teams in the insurance space and otherwise, frankly, because we've got a lot of people that work across a lot of niches here that listen to us. How do we stay truly connected and collaborate in a time where it's a lot of still looking at each other on a screen? Right. You know, the, the great part of our business is that it still is a people business. And I think that that's the most important part for me. That's the part I love. And, you know, keeping everybody together is absolutely so important to, to continue to drive success, to keep everybody healthy and feeling, you know, supported, confident along the way. So it's really about staying in touch with your team, your firm. You know, we, all, we have a very large group uh, team nationally as well as internationally as well. And so, um, you know, we've done a lot of Zoom calls, as you've mentioned. But I think the most important part, whether it's Zoom, whether it's meeting, whether it's leadership, is to show um, enthusiasm, you know, it's tough on um, these long days when you get into the Zoom routine. And, you know, I'm a pretty structured, um, self-driven person to where I can continue to have meetings, you know, on uh, many throughout the day, Zoom. But I got to tell you, the Zoom fatigue is real for all of us. But I do believe that enthusiasm and hustle truly make a difference, whether it's winning a deal keeping your team together, you know, keeping them motivated, uh, whether it's even in print or in conversation. You know, it's interesting. I believe, too, that even in your print, your written word, especially, especially today with it being, you know, so many emails, that showing enthusiasm through emails makes a huge difference. There's a lot of leaders listening to us. I think they all need to rewind and listen to that section about three times. That was great. <laughs> so as we pivot a little bit and, and kind of take the next step into industry things, you and I, again, were talking prior that the uh, National Underwriting Property and Casualty Magazine just had a kind of foreboding story, right, on the cover, the Black Swan, di the Black Swan Dive of 2020. And, you know, it's coming in light of what's been going on the last year, and we're going to be feeling that going forward. And as we were talking to our team and I said, you know, I get to sit down with Brenda, what, what do we, what are some things we'd really want to know and, and kind of get our thoughts on? And one was, where do you see in, in light of this, the reality of what happened in 2020, but also for the past few years, the kind of market's hardening a bit, where do you see, you know, property and casualty insurers balance sheets headed as we go into the future coming off of especially the last few years? You know, it's been definitely a, a challenge for everybody. And, you know, through every challenge, we all come out on the other side and look back and try to learn from 
from those situations. So I think that there's definitely a lot to learn. Um, you know, I work in the property space and uh, it's been a challenging property year, uh, 16 months, two years, you know, whatever the case, but um, you know, in the property world specifically, so many people have always looked to catastrophic losses as really in just a couple of areas, whether it's earthquake or hurricane, maybe a tornado, hail. But in today's world, that view has expanded in such a big way that I think we've all learned to really look at the possibilities of what a catastrophic event can look like. You know, obviously the pandemic has affected so many different areas, um, but also even in the property world, when it comes to catastrophic losses, we now have wildfires, we had riots and civil commotion that we never expected, in, especially in smaller communities throughout the United States. Um, you know, that had a big impact on the property and the casualty world as well. So um, I think the definition of catastrophic event, in my mind, has definitely changed as we look forward into the future. Yeah, I think you're really on to something there. I, I appreciate that that perspective on it. I, I wonder how you and your team are, you know, for those in the habitational market, right. You know, multifamily, et cetera, you know, what, what are the recommendations that you're giving to clients in that space when you're saying, look, th this is what we recommend based on what you just said, you know, how do we, this is how we can kind of either mitigate or keep under control, rising deductibles, rising premiums. What, what's your messaging to clients and, based on what you just said. Sure. Well, in the, uh, as you well know, in the ENS space, uh, the excess and surplus space, the habitational segment is just a huge part of what we have done for so many years. And so we really know and understand that space. Um, and, it, and it changes, especially on the property side, because it can change a lot based on geographical location. You know, as we all know, as, uh, the same apartment complex is not the same risk, whether it's in California, Florida on the coast, uh, in the Midwest or in Texas or wherever the hail, you know, convective storm situation may uh, occur. So there's so many different areas to look at when it truly comes to habitational and where it's located. Um, and, you know, even I mentioned the rioting um, concern that has now become more on the forefront for the, the industry to take note of. But I think the most important part is making sure you have, have your data complete and accurate because so many of the insurance companies today truly look at data. You know, everything on the property side specifically, it's run through the modeling systems underwriters, whether it's on the insurance company side or the reinsurance company side, really want to have a handle on exactly what that exposure looks like based upon geographical locations and the size, the age, the construction, as much information as, as the insurers can provide based on construction definitely helps the model. And so I think that's a huge part of it. Um, along with then safety measure, measures, whether it's for the casualty or the property, 
Uh, we do a lot of builder's risk as well, in the, uh, especially in the frame construction segment. And that, as we all know, is uh, a true exposure today and, and a, a segment that a lot of insurance companies really take a hard look at. But we do write a lot of that. And it really comes down to the security and uh, how it's maintained. Yeah. So with all those things in mind, you bring up a few that you know, obviously we're, we're very familiar with. And I wonder, and this might be, it's a pretty broad question, but kind of intentionally, you know, I, I wonder as you're looking out over the landscape, then, you know, what do you think are the biggest challenges in today's market for your customers? Just at the sort of ground level, what are the, the biggest challenges they're facing? You know, um, the, the interest based upon insurance companies, the interest level of those companies to write in the habitational segment, all the insureds that are listening today know that the interest level varies day to day, month to month, year to year in a lot of cases. And that's because it's driven a lot of times by losses. And so um, premium levels change, as we all know, based upon the losses Um, based upon retentions. And so I think it's really just important to have a really good handle on, you know, first of all, working with a good broker, I have to say that, to make (laughs) sure that 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 broker truly knows and understands this segment because it's so specialized that it really um, makes a huge difference in who you partner with as you access the global, it's truly a global insurance marketplace, and especially in the habitational segment. As we switch gears a little bit, I I think about difference makers, right? I think all of us have people that have been difference makers in our lives. And we, we think about, obviously, our work, we're hoping that we're being difference makers for our clients in many of the scenarios like you just laid out for us. But I wonder going to you and and thinking about your career and what you're doing in business now, who have been maybe the one or the, or the two people that have kind of made the biggest impact on your career and, and, and why was that? Well, I would have to say um, when I first answered an ad in a newspaper a long, long time ago, which, you know, most um, young people today don't even know what a newspaper would look like to answer an ad, but (laughs) <laughs> right. We just lost half the group, right? They're like, wait, wait hold on. Google newspaper. <laughs> I know, right? Who gets a job out of a newspaper? Who does that? Right, that's right. <laughs> but it's interesting because I was so fortunate to have answered an ad um, 30 years ago now. Um, working, it was to work for a broker. I've been a broker my entire career. And, you know, I just feel so fortunate to have taken a position with um, a person, his name was Ed Beyer, and he worked uh, as a marketing person and uh, one of the greatest insurance people that I've been around, extremely smart, very technical. He really taught me a lot about the fact that it's not only sales, but it's the technical side. And I really um, spread that word as I mentor a lot of our incredible superstar brokers that I, you know, lead today. And that is it's technical sales. And the better you are at the technical side of it, the better broker that you really are and really what you are offering to your 
client, whether it's to us, our retail broker, or the insured. So that's a, that's a huge part of it. And then I'll also add that both uh, Tim Turner and Pat Ryan have both been incredible mentors um, over the past you know, 10 years. I worked at Aon along the way, which is how I met Pat Ryan. And then I've known Tim Turner throughout my career in the uh, ENS space. And now I'm extremely fortunate to be on the leadership team working closely with both Pat Ryan and Tim Turner. When I think about the folks that are considering, you know, entering into this space, entering into the insurance or risk arena, maybe as a career change, maybe as a start. We were talking before we came on because obviously podcast world can't see it, but behind her, and this wasn't part of our, our layout today, she, uh, she has a, a, a sign behind her that says, hustle, grind, win, repeat. And I see that and I'm like, what? That's the best. I wonder what your advice is to folks considering kind of starting or maybe a career change and, and, and how those things, hustle, grind, win, repeat, are kind of essential to the DNA of success and, and how you look at this. Well, I, as you know, I was thrilled that you noticed that sign right when we uh, logged on. But the other sign on the back they're both two advertising uh, campaigns that we have at RT. And the other one is outthink, outwork, outexecute, repeat. And so that truly is our motto and what we live by and what we lead by. And so it's been so exciting along the way. And especially as we hire so many young talent into the business um, this is the greatest industry of all time. There's so many opportunities for young men, young women, uh, anybody in, the, uh, in, in a diverse area. And so uh, I am excited about it. You know, I think, again, it's that enthusiasm. I still love this business. And the best part is it's a, it is a people business, as we talked about before, we get to meet so many great people and learn so many things about so many different industries because we handle accounts from all segments of, of the area. And also we get to meet great people like at RLL. So that's the other part that's been so terrific for us. Well, we appreciate that and are grateful for the friendship and partnership. You know, I, I think, I, I, I wonder about, we were talking about leading sales teams and, and, and some of the things you said just a few minutes ago, I wanted to, to kind of go back to, because you and I know we've been in the space and you're, as a broker, you're selling, you're doing deals. And in, inevitably, some days it just feels like you're just getting knocked upside the head, right? It doesn't, it's not all sunshine. And so when I think about what was behind you on the signs, you know, how do you communicate? I think enthusiasm is probably a big part of this. But for those folks that are out there who are doing the grind right now in their particular spaces inside of risk and insurance, you know, what are your words of encouragement to them when they're going, man, I, I'm listening to Brenda and she, she's amazing, but I feel like I'm just getting torn up out here. What's your advice to them in implementing those, those ideas of hustle, grind, win, repeat, even on the days when it's just not easy? Well, a couple of things, I guess I would think of that come to mind, and that is, the greatest part about this business is, and especially in sales as a whole, but you can stand out from the others. You know, one of my favorite sayings is why blend in when, when you can stand out. 
And so um, I think it's, uh, it's so important to continue to know that you can achieve any goal that you set your heart on. But it's really up to your own personal hard work and drive to get there. You know, it's not easy. There's a lot of days it's a challenge, but you have to dust off your knees after you've been knocked down, get back in the game. You know, I, I use that phrase a lot. You got to stay in the game, get back in the game and, and continue the good fight. You know, it, it takes a lot of determination, commitment, courage, passion, all those great things to really shine in, a, in an industry where we're always looking for those superstars to shine. So I think that part of it's super exciting for me as well. And the other thing I would, would like to add on the sales piece of it, and especially I get this question a lot, you know, when it comes to young women coming into our business and, and even those who are here continuing to grow and expand. And the greatest thing I love about sales is that it's the greatest equalizer of all. Because it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, if you're a male, female, color of your skin, it doesn't matter. The numbers are the numbers. And so uh, producing is a great way to shine. You know, your, your intuition is great because literally my last question, I, I wanted to talk to you about um, your advice to women who are coming into the space. And Brenda just knocked it out of the park. That just shows <laughs> you she knows what she's talking about. Brenda, this has been such a great conversation. We're so grateful that you came on. Um, tell everybody, where where's the best place for them to connect with RT Specialty? Sure. Well, I just want to say before, Gary, thank you so much for having me. You know, it's been a pleasure to work with you, the whole team at RLL. And, uh, you know, everybody listening, you know, it's a, it's a great industry and, and I'm thrilled to be a part of it. But yes, I can be reached based uh, through the RT Specialty um, website. I'm also on LinkedIn. So look forward to connecting with all of you out there and continuing to uh, enjoy this great business. Thanks again, Brenda. We appreciate it. Thank you. Really appreciate it. A big thank you to Brenda Ostenfeld for joining us today. Make sure that you connect with Brenda and RT Specialty. You can find the links inside of the show notes. Now, before you go, make sure that you stop by rllinsure.com forward slash podcast. We want to give you some cool free stuff. Yeah, as in free. And hey, while you're there, you can learn why multifamily property owners, property managers, and investors choose Renters Legal Liability. Are you an insurance agent out there listening to us? Do you write habitational risk? Stop by rllinsure.com forward slash podcast to learn why agents around the country recommend renter's legal liability and how they get paid well to do it. Thanks again for listening to the show. We will see you next time.